12 lines on the top of Daf from the Alf, we said on Mishnah, and then the Mishnah said, that there are small amount of Psukim, and there are many different Halachas. Tanu, we learned in the Brice, similarly, that Nagoyim Va'olois, that the Dinim of Nige Batim, Nige Adam, and Nige Begadim, as well as the Din of Thomas Mace in an oil, Mikrumut, there are very few Psukim, the Halachas Rubais, but there are many Halachas that are dependent on those Psukim. Are you telling me that the halachas of nigi batim and nigi adam and begadim are only based on very few psukim? Nigayim mikrumubahu, of course, the pasha of Mitzurah and all the pasha of Nigayim are many psukim. There are actually two pashas in the Torah dedicated to this. As we know, Tazriah and Mitzurah speak about Tzuras. So my papa, our papa says, Hachikama, that what Bryce meant to say is Nigayim mikrumubahu, the opposite. The Nigayim has many psukim, but Valachs Mu'ates, the ratio of halachas to the psukim is much smaller. But all is the dinim of Thomas Mace in an oil, Mikramuat, there are only few psukim, Valachas Rubas, and we learn many halachas from those psukim. The Gemara says, My nafkamina, what's nafkamina? And the Gemara explains, I am If someone has a shaila and he has a suffix as to what the din would be by Nagayim, then in order to clarify and for clarification, go and look at psukim. However, if you have a suffix as to a din of oil atoma, then I am Mastisin, you should look into the Mishnayis and to the halachas that was said by the Rabbanon, those dinim and halachas are, of course, based on the psukim. And the Gemara continues and quotes from the Mishnah. The Mishnah stated, Hadinim ha'avoyders ha'tayrus ba'atomais ve'arayis ye'eshlan ha'mahashis b'chu ve'hein hein gufei Torah that these things have a smach Torah and these are the gufei Torah. So the Gemara will go through all of these ideas of dinim ha'avoyders ta'hayrus tumais and arayis and will ask the same question which will be the l'chari how can you say that all of these things ye'eshlan ha'mahashis b'chu which is mashmah that you only have a smach Torah but it's not something which is mefurish l'chari all these dinim are actually mefurish in the Torah and the Gemara starts, Dinim, Mechtav Ksivim, that why do you say that it only has a Smach Minatayah, L'chariot, Mephurish in Psukim, as we know that the entire Pasha Mishpatim and so many other places in the Torah speak about Dinim Amnes. And as Rashi says, Dinim, Mechtav Ksivim, Mephurashim, Yafu, Masisik, Tani, Yeshlan, Smicha, Mashba, Sheen, Mephurashim. On that, the Gemara answers, like Nitzcha, El, Chalarabi, that the case that the Mishnah is referring to when it says that Dinim are things that Yeshlan, Amash, Yisbechu, that's only referring to a specific case, like Rebbe, the Tanya, as we learned in the Brisa, Rebbe, Ayim, Rebbe, states, Nefesh Tachas Nefesh, that says in the Torah that someone's soul will be in place of someone else's soul. And over there, Rebbe says, Mammon, it's referring to a Chiyiv money. And the case over there is that if you have two people fighting and Reuben, for example, swings at Shimon and this woman walks right between them and he hits this woman and he kills her. So the Rabban over there say that Reuben would still be Chayiv Bisa because he intended to swing at Shimon and he wanted to kill Shimon. And the fact that he kills someone else doesn't take away from his liability for Misa. However, Rebbe over there holds the Skaven if someone has covenant to kill someone, the Horagazen, he kills someone else instead, and you have to pay money. And the Gemara now is, how does Rebbe know that's money? Do you say that's money? Maybe the Torah is saying nefesh, tachas nefesh, that there's a chi of Misa even in this case. So the Gemara explains that Rebbe knew this from Xer Shabba, that says in the Torah two times the Lash of Nesina, but again, the case that we just had, where Ru was trying to kill Shimon and instead he killed Leah, Pasuk used the Lash of Nesina, as it says, Vim Asin Yia, Vinasata, Nefesh, Tachas, Nefesh. And then it also says, Vinigea, so on, that hits a pregnant woman and he causes her to miscarry and he kills the fetus. That the Dinah is Vloyi Asin, Onish Ya Onish, Kashiyosla, Bal Isha, Vinasam, Beflilim. So again, he uses the Lush of Nesina. And over there, certainly, since you killed the child, definitely there's no Chi of Misa. The only Chi of over there is money. And therefore, when it says, Vinasata, Nefesh, Tachas, Nefesh, is also referring to money. And as the Gemara says, Malalon, Mammon, just like by the Chi of when you kill a Vlad, is only a Chi of money. 
money. It's only a monetary chiyuv and not a chiyuv misa. Also, when you kill a woman, when you intended to kill someone else, the din is that Reuven would be patur misa and he would have to pay money. And when the Mishnah stated hadin and yesh lehen al mashi yisbuchu, that's referring to this specific case. And Tzitzis is that l'chayir. That's very good. If v'nesatim nafesh tachas nefesh is talking about a chiyuv of money. However, according to Rabbi Yechman, says that chayim misha shogin is patur and atishluman. You wouldn't even have a chiyuv to pay money in this case. So l'chayir, what are you going to do with our Mishnah where it said hadinim yesh what case are we referring to? And Tyson says it's going on to other din that we learn over there that Vinasata Ayin Tachas Ayin, that when someone goes and hits someone and he blinds someone, the din is Vinasata Ayin Tachas Ayin, which is not literally that you go in and you blind the person that hit the other person. What it means is that you give money. And since this is not something that's been first and it's only something that we learn out from Alimud, therefore that's what the Mishnah over here means. Hadinim Yesh according to the Shittis Rabbi Yechran. The Gemara continued, the Mishnah stated that Avoidus is also something that's Yesh why do you say that the smach lechayr is mufurish michtav ksi? When it's written in the Torah, we have the entire sefer vayikra that talks about kabbonis. And the Gemara responds leinitzcha eloy lechasadam. The Mishnah, when it says that yesh lanamashi yisbuchu benegei avodas, is referring to specifically about lechasadam. Now we all know that there are actually four different avodas when you're performing the avodah in the base midrash and you do shchita. You have shchita, you have kabbala, haylocha, and zrika. And the Gemara explains the Tanya will enter the brayso vekrivu uzu kabbala sadam. The pasuk says benegei shchita v'shachas ben abakol of Hashem and then. Right after Shkita, it says, and Then it says, that you do Zrika. So it seems there are three actual avidas. There's Shkita, there's Hakrava, whatever that means, and then there's Zrika. So the Gemara says that when it uses the term Bekrivu, this is referring to the Kabbalah of the Dham. And how do we know that? As Rashi says, since it's right after Shkita, right after Shkita, of course, the next thing to do is to be Makabal Adam. However, even though certainly it's referring to the avidah of Kabbalah Saddam, but the Lashon of Bekrivu means to bring something close and therefore it sounds like we're actually talking about Allah and we know that the Vikrivu is Allah of Allah because the Pasuk actually says that the Kayan will take all the Avarim of the animal and bring it close and then he'll be Matar on Mizbech and therefore you can't say that Vikrivu means to be Matar it because it says specifically and we learned it's referring to taking all the Avarim close to the Kavish and doing Hakrava and therefore we see that the word Vikrivu that says so it says Shrit and then it says Bekrivu. Not only is it talking about Kabbalah Saddam, but it's also a separate mitzvah and a separate Avaida called Hailacha. And from these Limudim, which is something which is not Mefurish in the Pasuk, it's only something Yesh Mashishbu, we learn out Lemeimer to teach us the Hailacha is Safka Mechla Kabbalah. The Hailacha is not excluded from the din of Kabbalah. And Rashi explains that the Chol for everything that we have dinim, but the Gay Avaidas, it's included in the din of Avaida. The Afagavshi Avaidish Efshlubatla, that even though, of course, if so, Someone doesn't want to do halacha, he doesn't actually have to do avoda because Because if someone wants to stand right next to him, he could stand right next to him if he does shkita, he could do kabbalah and then he could skip halacha and go right to zuka. But But if someone actually is further away from him and he's not battle the din of halacha and he's now going to have to walk towards him it's considered a real avoda and therefore during that avoda you could have a din of pilgrim by having the raw machshavas and also someone that's since it is a full-fledged Avaidah and that's what the Mishnah means it's not something that's first but it's only something that we have a smach in the Gemara continues again the Gemara is the Lachari it's first in the Pasuk that there's a din of Tyre in a Mikvah the Gemara answers it's actually coming to teach you the din of the Shia Mikvah which is not something that's first it's something which is only and as the Gemara 
says the lake but it's not written in first. The Tanya because you have a price that says Verachatz Bamayim. You should wash yourself in water. And since it has a pasach under the base, so we learn out that you have to be matari yourself in a mikvah, as Rashi says Bamayim Nikudasu BePasach Mashma Mayim Hamiyuchadim LaFukishuvim. So it's Mashma has to be specific types of water and not something which is Mayim Shuvim Umiu Mayim Chaim Loitzarch. But you don't need flowing water because it says only by Yisov Mayim Chaim Michlal the Shat Mayim Lab Mayim Chaim Bo Ayin Rashi. And then the pasach continues. It says as Kol Besari. You have to wash your entire body, and therefore it's mashma mayim shekal gufa oilim, and it has to be enough water that your entire body could go into it at one time. The kamehena, what's that share? And the brayzer teaches us that's a share of amal amo. It's a square amo. Bruim shalosh amos with a height of three amos. The shira chacham may mikvah abam saw, and the shira chacham said that would fit into this area of one amo by one amo by three amos high is forty saw. And as we should point out, you can't say that a person is actually exactly an amo wide because then amo ba amsa hechi tavol. How would you have a person that's an Amma wide go into a hole or into a mikvah that's exactly an Amma wide? And therefore, they explain that a person actually a little bit smaller than an Amma, and when the Gemara actually talks about an Amma of a person, it's talking about with his clothing, or when it's talking about a mace, it's talking about a person that's in the coffin itself with the thickness of the walls of the coffin. And the Achrayim also discussed the concept of a person being an Amma thick. And Tyson Diva Masako, Buran Gemara Amma says, that even though a person is really four Amma's tall, in that the oyach of the thickness of the space where they put the iron in those days was actually dalad amis, and Tyson explains because really a person is gimel amis aside from his head, and your head you could actually tilt to the side. Others explain that the pashup shot is that since a person is really approximately three amis tall, therefore when you go into the main mikvah, which is three amis, and your body's in there based on displacement, it'll actually cause it to rise up and it'll cover the person. And also, Ayn and Tyson discusses the concept of hezegria, which we know is up to four amis tall, even though a person isn't four amas tall, but he says a person on his tippy toes could be four amas tall. And also, Ayin entices how this Gemara has relevance to the Bnei Haman. And the Gemara continues with the next din of the Mishnah, Tumais. We're talking about the Tumais, Mikhtam Siva, Fractal Gemara once again, Lachayyad, and not something that Yeshla Meshayismchu, it's actually referred to entirely all the dinam of Tumma. And the Gemara answers, when the Mishnah said Tumais, is referring to one specific case, El Lachadashim and Asherits, like Siva. It's referring to the din of Asherits, that even if you have a partial part of Asherits that's the size of a lentil, you would be able to actually contract Tumor from such a Sharetz. And the Gemara says that's something that's not written in Torah, and we only learn it from a Limud. Now the Psukim says follows, And then the Pasuk after that, in Parakid Aleph in Vayikra, Pasuk Lama Beis, it says, So the Gemara says, The Tani we learned in the Brisa, the Pasuk in the first Pasuk said, Bohem, in them, mashma, They actually have to t- touch the entire Sharetz, and you have to have the entire Sharetz in order to become Tummy. Mayhem, even if you touch only part of them, so Yachim and you would think that if you touch any part or any piece of a sherets, you'd be tummy. Tamalayim Behem, it says it has to be the complete sherets. So, Hokkaitan, how could this be possible? You have to touch a part of a sherets, which is as if you're touching the entire sherets. What does that mean? And the Chacham gave the share of the size of a lentil. And why is that considered? Because when a snail starts growing, it has a small shell, and that shell is the size of a Adosha, and since we find that the smallest possible size of a viable sherets is an Adosha, therefore we use that to the share for all dead shratzim. And if you touch a sherets, even though it's a part of a sherets and it's the size of a lentil, you will become tame. And Rabbi Yisro Bivuda, Rabbi Yisro Bivuda argues that Tanakh Kamani says that even if you have the share of a tail of a lizard and that's the size of the dead sherets, it will also transmit tumor. And if a person touches the size of a sherets that's like the tail of a lizard, he could contract tumor. And Rashi points out, 
because even if you cut off the tail of a lizard, it still shakes around. There is some life in the tail of a lizard. The Gemara continues, Arias, also we said, Arias, that it's referred to the Torah. There are many, many psukim, both in Achri Mois and Kedoshim, that speaks about Arias. And the Gemara answers, and we turn to that, when the Mishnah stated, we're talking about specifically your daughter from someone that you were honest, that it doesn't say that in the first in the Torah, that is Issa, the Amorav, because Rav said, in order to understand and to know that there's Issa by Bitaman and Sasai, and that there is no Inish of Srefa, that's only from Gzei Roshav of Heina Heina and Zima Zima. Now, what does that mean? Really, the Pusik says, Ervis Ishu Bita Loisigala, as Bas Binov, as Bas Bita Loisikach, Regala Sevasa, Sheira Heina Zima He. So over here we see in the Pusik the word Heina, and we also see the word Zima. But this Pusik is actually talking about the Erva of your wife as well as your daughter. So it's talking about your daughter that is either your wife's daughter or your daughter together with your wife. And on both of them, it says, Now I have relations with her. And it also says, You now have relations with your wife's granddaughter, either Bas Binov or Bas Bita. But since the Pusik says Isha over there, it's talking about your wife, and some say because it says in Lush and Sheira over there, and Sheira is referring to your wife. But in any case, that's only talking about your wife's daughter. From this passage, you can't learn out that if someone has a daughter from someone who's minus, or he has a daughter from any other era, we're in Kedushim types and by that there would be actual Issa. And the passage says in Achim Ois, in Pasuk Yud, Perakid Ches, Eves Bas Bincha, E Bas Bitcha, Loisigala Abbasan, Kea Baschra Heina. So again, use Lush and Heina. And over here, the passage teaches us that you now have relations with your granddaughter, either the daughter of your son or the daughter of your daughter. But the point is that even though that this child is not someone that was born from wedlock, it would still have an Issa on your grandchild. But we still have no Makar that your Issa to your daughter may own Usasai or from someone that you had relations with out of wedlock. And you can't learn the dinner of a daughter man Usasai from a Kalvachimid if Madoch. If your granddaughter your Issa to, then certainly you should be Issa to have relations with your daughter because we know and therefore we have to learn from these Gzeir Shabbos of Heina Heina and Zima Zino. Since it says Benegea, Ishu Bita, it says the Lashon of Heina and it says by Bas Bencha, it says the Lashon of Heina. So we learn that just like Benegea, your granddaughter that comes from your relation with your wife, the dinner that she's also and your daughter's also also. So the same thing applies that even though it doesn't say the Lashon that you also to your daughter when it's Bita Menosasai, that the Issa would also be by Bita Menosasai, even by the Pasuk of Eves Bas Bencha, Bas Bitcha, Loisigala, Abbasan, so at this point, we know that even Bitum and Asasai, there is an Azara and you can't have relations with her. However, how do you know that there's a Chiyav Shreifa if you have relations with Bitum and Asasai? So that we learn out by the fact that it says Zima, Benegea, Eversushio, Bita, and it also says Zima, Benegea, Din of Shreifa, as it says, Zima, He, Be'esh, Yisufa, Yisai, Be'hasen. So we clearly know that Eversushio, Bita, the Din is that she would have Shreifa, and once we know by her that she has Shreifa, then of course we compare everything by Eversushio, Bita to the case of Bitum and Asasai based on the Zerushal of Hena Hena. And therefore, we know that the same din applies. That if someone has relations with Bitman and Sasai, you would have a din of Sreifa. And the Gemara continues to quote from the Mishnah, Hain Hain Gufay Torah, that these are the Ikriya Torah. In fact, Gemara, Hani in Hanachla, it's Mashman, it's only going on. The last five things that we mentioned in Mishnah, Hadin HaVaydus, Hatayus, Batumas, Barayas, that Yeshla HaMash Yisrochu, and then we're saying, Hain Hain Gufay Torah. And it's not Mashman, it's going on the previous din that we said in the Mishnah of Hetan and Durham, and as well as Hilchus Shabbos, Chagigas, Vamilas, which we said, Arayim Kahar, Matluyim, Bisaira, Shein Mikramud, and the Gemara answers that that's not only going on the last category of the Mishnah, but it's going on the entire Mishnah. That all of these dinim, even though they're not mefurish in the Torah, they're all considered part of Gufei Torah. We start the new parak and the new Mishnah. You can't dash in the Pasha of Savarayas with three people. And Rashi explains in the Havmin Gemara, we're going to say it means two people plus the Rebbe. 
time. And also, you can't dash in my separations with two people, one together with the Rebbe. You also can't dash in the Maisa Makavah that speaks about in the Navi Yecheskel if you're learning it by yourself. Unless this person is a Chacham and he also understands from his own Das. And the Gemara will explain in detail this part of the Mishnah. And the Mishnah continues, If someone goes and looks into and delves into deeply the following four things, it would be better off that he wasn't born. What's above him? Rashi says, What's underneath the Chayas? Or some say, What's underneath the ground? And Rashi says, What's on the east side of the Rukiah? Means to the west side. However, then Rashi says, that the words could be mashmah, that the words malafanim or malaacha had nothing to do with what's on the west and what's on the east. And the Pshan Mishnah is, Mahoyo, what happened before my gracious, Umaosliyas, and what will eventually happen to be Dirish Sasidis. And the Mishnah ends off, the Khoshloy Khosal Kfir Kainai, anyone that's not concerned about the honor of Akash Baruch, Rasulloy Balaylam, it would be better off that he didn't come to the world. As Rashi says, Tayyafahoy, and then Rashi says another Lashin, Kalima Muruchim Hu in Loy Balaylam, that it would be better Rahmanis for him if he never came to the world. And I entices in Darshim be my spiracious Pirish Rabbeinatam, who Shem Membaisis is talking about the Shem of 42 letters, Hayatim Membracious and Pasha Shalachim, that comes out from the Psukim of Bracious and the Pasuk afterwards. And we begin the Gemara. I'm a Bracious, we said it to Bracious, of Loyma Makab Yachad, that you can't go and dash in Makaba without a Rebbe, and you need a Rebbe, you can't do it by yourself. But then the Mishnah says, Elam Kain, Hayachachim, or maybe Medaitai, unless you're a Chacham, and you understand by yourself, and you don't need a Rebbe. So the Gemara answers, Hachikama, really the Mishnah means as follows. In Darshim by Rais Lushleisha, that you're not allowed to dash in the Pasha Rais to three people, meaning a Rebbe can't go and dash in the Pasha Rais to three Talmidim, and certainly he can't go and dash in it to more than three people. And you also can't dash in Maisa Brashas to two people, meaning the Rebbe plus two Talmidim. And a Rebbe can't dash in the Pasha Makava even to one person, unless the Talmud is someone that's a Chacham, as well as he can understand by himself, and therefore he's not going to ask many questions and he'll be able to understand the Rebbe without that much help. And as Rashi says, the continues, and we explain it means that you can't go and dash in Arias to three Talmidim or more. And the Gemara asks, my time why is this? If you're going to tell me, because the Pasuk says, but the Gay Arias, Ish Ish, I'll call Sheer Besari, Ish Ish is Trey. So we see that there's two people, Sheer Besari, Chad, and Sheer Besari is referring to one person. Right afterwards, the Torah says, don't get close in order to go and reveal the Pasha of Ever. So we see that you can't teach three people the Pasha of Arias. El Me'ata, if you're going and dashing in Pasuk that way, the Chesivit says in the Pasuk, Ish Ish Ki when a person goes and it's Mechav, Megadav, against the Baruch Hu, also says a lot of Ish Ish, and it means two people, and it also says, Ish Ish, Ashiyitim, Mizar, Lamoilach, Hachinami, would you say that the same thing applies? And Rabbeinu Hananel explains, Hachinami, Dloyed Ashina Bey, betray, are you going to say that these two Pashas also, you can't dash in unless you have two people? Now, because the Pasha of Ever, it actually says afterwards, and if we could dash in, that it means you can't have three people when you're going and dashing the Pasha of Arayas. But over here, by these Pashas, it doesn't say anything about teaching it. Therefore, some learn this Gemara that doesn't mean about teaching it. It means that the Gemara is saying, if the word ish ish means that you have to have two people, then maybe you'd say that the only time you have a Chiv for being Mechav or for being someone that gives his children to Moloch is only when you do it together with two people. But a single individual that does that should not be Chiv. And since, of course, that's an untenable concept, so it must be when the Torah says ish ish, it can't be. It's coming to teach us that you have to have two people. And well, Hanumu Bailey, the words ish ish that it says ish ish ki and it says ish ish ashiyiti mizar lemoilach. The rabbi says anachem shemuzar al bechas Hashem valavidizar kisrael. It's coming to include that not only klai Yisrael has the isa being mekalakalish baruchu and giving their children 
Melech, but it's also going on Goyim. Of course, the din of Shevet Mitzvah B'nei Melech includes being Mechal Kalish Baruch Hu and includes the analysis of Avedi Zara. Hainami Bailei Tzal Nuchoyer. The words Ishish that says B'negei Arayis Luravus Nachum coming to include Nachum Shemuzar Arayis Kisrael that they're also Muzar and they have an Is of Arayis just like Klai Yisrael. Of course, incest and other Arayis are also to Goyim as well, just like Klai Yisrael. That's part of the Shevet Mitzvah B'nei Melech. Now the Gemara still has the question: How do we know that you're not allowed to teach the Pasha of Arayis to three people? The Gemara says Element Chsiv since it says in the Pasha of Arayis Ushmatim is Mishmati and we learn out Ushmatim is a Lashon Rabbim therefore it refers to trade to two people Mishmati is a Lashon Yochin and therefore it's referring to Chad one person for Amrachman and Terry says right after Levilti Asayis Bechukas at Teevays that you can't go and learn the Dinam of Teevays if you have three people El Meata Frech Gemara if you're saying that that's what the Lashon Ushmatim Dechsiv Ushmatim and Shabbos says you should guard Shabbos Ushmatim Sumatzis which is again a Lashon Rabbim and sounds like the only people that would have a Chiv to guard Shabbos and to keep the Mitzvah Matzah is only if you have two people Ushmatim Shmeres Hakodesh also Benegea the Din of Tumas Kodesh or Tumas Truma Hachinami would say that that also applies only to two people or like Rabbeinu Hanan learned that the only way to learn the halachas would be if you have two people and not more Elam Rab Ashi Mayin Dershim Barayis Bishlosha that what does the Mishnah mean when it says that you now teach the Pasha Barayis to three people in Dershim Bishisur Barayis Bishlosha that you don't teach the Dinim of the Sister Barayis to three people and Rashi says what is Sister Barayis Sheinu Mufurashes things that not Mufurish could go and beat your say like your daughter from Yanusa, as well as the mother of your father in law and your mother in law, which we learn out from Sukkim in Mesech Sanhedrin. Gemara says this is not based on Pasuk, but my time, what's the reason? Swara, it's actual Swara. That if there are two people are sitting in front of Rebbe, if one is going and asking questions to his Rebbe, and then the other one will be sitting there and then he'll be listening to his Rebbe and to the Talmud, speaking and learning, and he'll hear everything that's said. But plus, if you have three people sitting learning, one will start speaking and learning with the Rebbe, the other two are not talking, they'll start speaking with each other, and they won't be listening to what the Rebbe said, and they may miss a very important halacha, which we don't find in the Torah. And since people are much more into a rise than any other Avera, then they'll come to be mad to themselves to do certain things that really are awesome mid For example, like Bitim and Asasai, yes, if you're worried about a Talmud not hearing and not understanding certain by all the Torah as well. The Gemara answers as we explained before. The Arayis is different. That since by Gezel and Arayis that a person desires them and he has a great need to her and a tremendous time for them. So therefore, on that he may go and not listen and have an excuse why he's not listening. In fact, the also we have the din that he can't teach the dinam of Gezel to three or more people. The Gemara answers Arayis bein befun of bein shloim befun of nothing. There's a difference between Arias and Gezel because but again, it doesn't make a difference if the person is in front of you or not in front of you. You always have a yet to her for Arias. But Gezel, the only time you have a yet to her for Gezel is in front of Nafesh Yisrael. When someone sees an opportunity to steal, then there's going to be a great yet to her to steal. Shaloi befun of, but if the opportunity is not in front of you, then loy Nafesh Yisrael, then the yet to her is not there. And therefore, a person won't go try to find ways around the halachas in order to go and steal. The only thing we're worried about with the Gezel is that someone, if he sees the opportunity to steal, will go out and steal because we have a great Yetzirah and a great Taiva for Xayla. Gemara continues, How do we know that we can't dash in Maisberishas? The Torah Abadim, we learned in the Pasha Dvarim, Kishal Nali Yom Rishonim, when you will ask about the original and the earliest days, Yachid Shalom Einstein Shalom, that only one person could ask and not two people. Yachid Shalom Adam Kaidim Shiv Ra'ilam, so you would think that maybe a person could ask about something that happened before Abriya Sa'ilam, Tamalayim, Alamina Yamisha Bar Lakim Adam Ala'ar, it's the only time you're allowed to ask about is 
only from the time that Kodesh Baruch created man on the, on the world. So the Gemara asks, If so, maybe no one could ask, even from the first five days of creation, and you're only allowed to start asking, only from Sheshish Mebreshish, only from the sixth day, because over there it says, which happened, of course, on Friday. So the Gemara says, It says, from the first days, from even the earliest days, the Gemara you would think you could still ask what's above us, what's below us, what's before the world, and what's after the world. You're only allowed to ask about the things that are within our world, and you can't ask about anything else that's out of the bounds of our world. Now that we learned that you can't go and dash on anything out of the bounds of the world, but anything within our world, you're allowed to ask on. So if you're allowed to ask about anything that's within the bounds of the world, then why would we have to say that you're only allowed to ask about things that were created and took place during the time of the world? We should learn that out from the Pasuk of It's like you're only allowed to ask about things that are within the space of the world and nothing outside the bounds. So therefore, the same thing applies. You're only allowed to ask about the time frame of the world and nothing about prior to the world or after the world. But we need that Pasuk. Originally, at the beginning of the creation of the world, Adam Rishon's height was from the ground until the Shemayim. Shinemon says in the Pasuk, When Akash Baruch created a person, he was from the ground, but once he did the Avera of the Eitzadas, then Akash Baruch placed his hand on him and he made him smaller. Shinemon says in the Pasuk, And we dash that the Mashmais of the Pasuk is, that I actually had two creations of Adam. One was at the beginning of creation when he was much taller, and then I placed my hand on him, and at that point, I made him smaller, and that was my second creation. Originally, Adam Rishon was from one edge of the world to the other. learned that the height of Adam Rishon was from the earth until Shemaim, and Rabbi Huda learned that he was the width of the world from Mizrach to Mayim. And the Gemara answers, Really, both of these are the same share. Going from the earth to Shemayim is one share and the same share as Adam Rishon would be if it would be based on from Mizrach to Mayim of the world. And we will stop over here.